The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Team of the Senior Bowl. <laughs> what does oh, that mean? mean? I remember that. I'm like, wow, they got it all inclusive. They're giving everybody some love. They must have uh, financed it. Financed the recording. <laughs> ah, yes. A throwback to the good old days when the Cowboys, on a fairly regular basis, were scoring 56 and 59 points a game. And here we are in salute to Chris Beam for remembering the stampede after a Cowboys 56-14 stampede over the Washington football team. What was that? 56? 56. All right, who had that? Let me look at the pick to click. Who was I close? think I had it last week. <laughs> yeah, 50, you had 52 last week. 52 to I, yeah, 52 I almost to had. Seven. I think I almost had half of that. <laughs> you had 52 to 7, and Diggs was going to get two picks, Bill. That's what you had. Well, I was predicting that was a week, week in advance. Yes, you were off just about seven days. Mine was 27 13. I think it was so menial. I don't even think I. Oh, I did. Here, 25 to 10. <laughs> no, it was, it was 24 to 10 or something like that. Uh-huh. I didn't even write it down. 27 10. 27. Thank you. Thank you. 27. And pick the clicks. I said, I said Diggs. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I said Diggs. You and know I, what? We didn't pick this week, did we? Because uh, we didn't have a show on Friday. But we did. We did. Oh, you did. On our, on yeah. our well, I picked, sports tour. I, I, and I did on my CBS 11 okay. Cowboys game day show. Okay. And guess who my pick to click was? Diggs. Diggs. How many? I one. Okay, I said. I one, didn't think. It, I didn't predict it was going to be the first play of the game. Did I say one? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted it, and the reason I said Diggs, I wanted to give a shout out to my buddy Everson there Walls. There you go, baby. Yes, on, sir. On CBS 11. Yes, so sir. I did. Got so it. I got a lot of shout outs this weekend. On yes, my you did. on my gut feeling for the DallasCowboys.com, I had 27 13, mm-hmm. and I said that Diggs will get the interception to tie. Everson so we all agreed record. on that. Mm-hmm. It was so, pretty easy prediction. Well, it was. <laughs> I just made didn't it expect easy. it to come so soon. Oh my God, that was so crazy. They had. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be the alumni, legends alumni, whatever they call it. And uh, let's go with a legend. Legend, yeah, yeah. cowboy, community legend. I think is oh, okay. what it's community, community legend. <laughs> yes, let's give it this proper due. And uh, I, I took uh, my daughter and Michael Downs' daughter, Carolyn, came with all us. Right. So they were in the background, and you know we're talking trash. I'm sitting, you know. So what suite were you in? I was in the. Uh, they had the uh, uh, Ring of Honor, ROH five eight one. Okay. That's what it was. So you're so in the, the Ring of Honor? Kind of. Ring no, of Honor. I was, I was in the suite. <laughs> <laughs> I was only in the suite. They let me visit every once in a while, Bill, just to tease me and piss me off. So, no, but we were. everyone was in there. Uh, uh, we ended up changing suites, but, no, we had a few guys in there. And uh, uh, it was Chad. Chad was there. Uh, and and uh, uh, Dixon Edwards was in there. 
And, you know, we had a lot of fun. We were talking trash. And as soon as they introduced me, I was said something silly. And then I sat down. We were all still laughing. We, we were all still laughing. And the next thing you know, I look up, and he's trying digs. And you could just imagine how silly that game plan was. So I imagine Heineken's going to come in. We're going to show you guys. Yeah, right, we're coming you right at your boy. Go to McLaurin. Yeah, we're going to go at your yeah. boy. He, yeah. he got shut down 15 That's days ago. That's right, baby. Yeah, yeah we're right. going to show you what's up. And then he, all he did was spark us. From then on, after that interception, we forgot about the, the, the lackadaisical uh, first, uh, first drive. Yeah. Lack, you know, mm-hmm. And after that, we're gone. I think Dak said, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. Why would you? I mean, I mean the, so tell me, the so, bat. So, so were you settled down before the play started? We had five, we no, we had sat down. I barely saw the play. As I sat down, I'm talking trash to everybody around, and we're having fun, and everybody saw you, blah blah. My daughter, you know, she's on social media, so she's telling me stuff. And before we could look up, that was it because they, I'm pretty sure they introduced me right before. Yes, that's that. what they I did. understand. Yeah. yeah. And so I was going to ask you, what, what were your thoughts when you saw the ball in the air? Well, when he, when he caught it, I remember standing up like, that is. You know what I mean? I had my hand, I mean, I had my fist up like I was mine, like I got the interception. So we're, we're up there. Everybody's going crazy in there. And uh, the first thing we see is his son. Right. And that was hilarious. So we all sat down and just started cracking up. Yeah. Because the son was he was he was doing all his moves. I don't know what other moves those were. But that's what we we immediately start sitting down and and we laughed at him and pointing at him. And I think by the time they got the camera on me, we had settled down already. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And you were looking at your cell phone. Yeah, I'm looking very not you know, that was not (laughs) it. We when it first happened, I knew it was gonna happen. I when I saw the ball in the Air, I was already up with my, my hands in the air. I knew that was going to be it. And you're going to tell me that didn't look like an Everson Walls in the second? No, it did. Come on, man. That's the same way I, I uh, that's the same way I, I I surpassed Mel Renfro. Same side of the field against the Philadelphia Eagles. Same route. But at that time, I had surpassed him. So we're still waiting on. On, on Diggs to, to do he's that got, part. And he's got two more games. He's got two more but games. So that was for your 11th in for 1981. For my 11th, it was against the Philadelphia Eagles. But it Eagles. was in the game. same route. And it was game 15 also. It was game 15. And this and, was and game Mel 15. got his. But Mel got his, remember, in 14 in games. In 14. Season. Yeah. So let's remember that. And on Twitter, he finally rose up uh, Dick Night Train Lane's son. Oh, really? He sent out a tweet. And like, yes, they finally, uh, uh, Chris Collinsworth called his dad's name, mm. which was extremely cool because he said, there it is. So he's got three and a half more. To, it's 14 and a half, Night Train? Night Train had uh, 14 games. Uh, 14 and a half. Well, you get a half. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was I'm thinking. Going, I'm was, going forward with I was that. I did not sa- want to bust I was on the sta- I was, I, on I was the trying to move forward, Bill. <laughs> I believe. Bill doesn't miss anything, <laughs> He does right? not. As long he as he not. can take a dig. I'm trying to keep my train of thought because right. Bill will mess me up. So his was 14. I believe his, his was 14. His was 14. It was. It was 14 games. Something like 14, 14 and a half, something like that. And his was probably in. His was probably in 12, 12 and a half games. Yeah. 12 games. That's what I thought. I thought Dix was in 12 games. 14 interceptions in 12 games. That's what I thought. You mean Night Train? Night Train. Right. Dick Night Train? Right. Yeah. Right. What did I just say? You said 14 in 14 games. Okay, so Night Train, 14 in 12 games. Yes. Um, Mel Renfro, 10 in 14 games. 
Okay. And I got my my 11 in the 15th game, and so did Diggs. And then when did you get your 13? That was uh, a couple of weeks later. A couple of like weeks, later. weeks later. That's yeah. the other it, thing. It is. wasn't at home. That okay, was a, that was yeah. the postseason. The postseason. postseason. Everson got two more picks in that nineteen. Just and, and the season. fumble recovery. Don't, don't, don't just take two. It. Just well, the fumble recovery. Three turnovers. Come on, give me the three. How many was so? How That's many? The first time I've had three turnovers in a game. My how many? Career. How many playoff games did you have to play that year? Two. Just two. Yeah. Yeah. I know. The, the one, two. and then yeah, and that's then all we had. The, and and then the play. one. Yeah. yeah. That's all we had the opportunity to play. We wanted three. Yeah. <laughs> but we ended up with just two. <laughs> and you had the two in the second playoff. It was in game. the second playoff game, which was uh, Dennis Thurman got off game. in the in the Tampa Bay game. If I'm not mistaken, Dennis Thurman had a pick six, and he he took us to the house with with picks in the in the uh, game against Doug Williams and Tampa Bay Bucks. And then the next game was San Francisco. So the Cowboys now have, according to Marcus Lawrence, six games left. Yes, he does. But okay, those those two. won't count towards the regular right. season. Why does he think that the Cowboys have, aren't going to get the first round by? They he f- just figured there was four playoff games coming. Let him keep thinking that. Yeah, you know he's he's at rest. No, no, I, I got no quarrel with. With four playoff games, except how about three? Okay. Yeah, I would well, like three. Let's, let's go and with three playoff games, meaning, route meaning a first round bye. Yeah. Now, Wade, Wade would Phillips would count that as a W, that first round bye. <laughs> so, <who's>, so <laughs> who, who may I ask who's beating Green Bay? <laughs> well, you get Minnesota's this Sunday night, right? And then Detroit is on fire. Yeah, right. You know what, guys? I want to go to Green Bay. I'm sorry, that's just a ball player in me. And I know that the older people in the organization are still remember that crap, not just the one here in, uh, in, in Cowboy Stadium, but the catch game with Dez. I want to go back there. Don't you think Mike McCarthy wants I to go want back to go, there? I, want, I know Mike wants to go back there. I, I, don't think, I think he would take much better pride. And I know it would be a tougher route to, to take. But I think he'd take much more pride in beating them in Green Bay. Or, you know, the, the, or just showing up to play in the game after they dispatched him. That's the right. really old people in the organization, though, remember another trip to Green Bay when it was rather cold. Yeah, well, that's way well, there. <laughs> I think I might be the only one left. <laughs> uh, who's, who's, who's there? Who's, who's here? I mean, players, yes, but organization-wise? You know, somebody said, do you want to play Green Bay? I said, I'll take the, play, the team that played the second half uh, right. their last game. That's right. That Cleveland threw, what, four interceptions? And they ended up winning by, was it two, On three? a highly questionable non-pass interference? Non-PI call. Yeah. yeah. It's not questionable at all. That was robbery. That was just Mahomes thought so, huh? <laughs> just grabbed his jersey and yanked him. And you saw the official did the Lambo leap. <laughs> what? Do what? Oh, no, he there didn't. There's, there was a doctored uh, okay. picture that made the rounds on on Twitter of a of an official doing the Lambo leap. They have a game. term out there that says the internet is okay, undefeated. So, undefeated. That's exactly right. So you know we we've got this saying that you know the officials are blind. Now I found out they're deaf too. Blind deaf. Blind deaf. Because they announced the guy was eligible, an eligible receiver, and he throws his flag for. For a legal man downfield. That's crazy. Are you paying attention? That's crazy, man. But anyway, it anyway. all turned out pretty pretty well. And um, 
Diggs was rather humble after the game, too. Was he? Yeah. Unlike his predecessor with hey, 11 on, picks man. 40 years come ago. On, <laughs> I was angry. I was angry. He's, 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 he's got it good. And you can tell the difference, though, and how uh, free agents are treated versus high-round high draft picks. So did you realize the significance of what you You were only a rookie. I was just trying to survive. Right? Yeah, I was just trying to survive. Now, I knew the numbers were good because I had just gotten 11, you know, at Grambling my senior year. So I know what numbers Wait, you mean. had 11 in Grambling, too? In my senior Your year, Your senior yeah. year? I had 11. I led the nation. So regular season, 22 picks in two years? Yeah, you don't even want to go preseason. I had, I had <laughs> three or four in preseason, and I, they, they're just trying me out. Like, oh, this guy, throw him out there. You know. Think about it. He wouldn't have made the team if he didn't get those if picks I didn't in preseason. Get the three picks those in were the preseason. most. Those are the most important picks of his career. Hey, you ain't lying. Well, we're gonna <laughs> have to lying. look up those preseason stats. But now. no, that was uh, when you know numbers. You know, I, I knew the numbers were good, and then they start talking about Mel Renfro. When they start talking about Mel Renfro, you know, we kind of just throw, throw him aside. Now that was. You know, that's why I keep giving it up, giving him love. That was amazing. That, you know, he was the Dion of, of DBs at the time. He was, I talk about his Olympic uh, qualifying long jump record. I don't know what he ran. You know, we just got spoiled with Mel Renfro. We never thought, we never had problems in our secondary until he and Herb Adley and, and, and Cornell Green left. And here they come with Aaron Mitchell and Aaron Kyle and, 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 uh, Cliff, uh, sorry, Charlie had just messed his leg up. He wasn't in the in the in the secondary. They needed somebody. <laughs> they just went out there with a fish hook, a net, <laughs> and just started uh, rounding up defensive backs. And they brought us in. They had twenty five of us. So, yeah, I, I knew what the journey was. The journey was was crazy. It, it was uh, not just unlikely for me. I'm watching Mike Downs and myself. We're in, we're roommates on the road. And we talk about this stuff, and Mike was so humble, and I'm trying to give Mike more love than he's giving himself. Because I told him just the other night, Mike, what we did, that ain't normal. Mike came in and got seven picks. I came in and got 11. We're both undrafted. Mike you find had a, somebody had a rice else. in South Oak Cliff. You find somebody, two other guys that came in and did that to, for an organization that was at the bottom of the barrel when it came to defensive backs. And I had to tell Mike that the other night because everyone glosses over what he did. And I let him know, bro, don't ever let anybody gloss over what you and I did. And no one has done it since. I can't remember anyone doing it before. They got movies about free agents and all that kind of crap. I told them a long time ago, Mike, they need to be doing a movie on us. <laughs> they got the dog Philadelphia Eagles guy. Remember that? What's that movie about the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver, a special teams player? I think it was Mark Wahlberg or something playing yeah, the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. But his story is no more amazing than what Mike Downs and myself did. So, and two Dallas kids, too. Two Dallas kids. Yeah. Undrafted. Undrafted. I came from Grambling, which I thought was was pretty cool. Mike came from Rice. <laughs> Mike called, Ron Springs used to call him Minute Rice. Come on, man. You just can't minute beat that. Rice. Minute Rice. That's what he said. They were, they were good for one minute in a game. <laughs> and that's very accurate. They got blown out every game. So for him to come from that culture and immediately affect uh, the Cowboys in a different way, to me, that just it, – it, it's, it's – we never talked about it because we weren't first-rounders. You know, we weren't those guys. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry, but the, 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 even before Thurman Steves, and I know I'm ranting here, even before Thurman Steves, I think what we did should have been lauded 
way before this year. Period. But thanks to you have those numbers of Thurman's Thieves numbers, the takeaways from that era. I did. See where I went. So the Cowboys 19, right Cowboys right now are at thirty three takeaways, eighty five, including fumbles, it includes including fumbles, fumble recoveries. So eighty five, they had forty eight takeaways, thirty three picks, and fifteen fumble recoveries. Wait, say that again. Eighty five, <laughs> they had what? Forty eight takeaways. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I gotta write this down. I didn't even know this. <laughs> thirty three and fifteen. Thirty three picks and fifteen fumble recoveries. Right. And but how about this? This is the number that's going to shock you. They had 62 sacks in '85. How many do we have now? No, oh, it's in the 20s, probably. What? 20. It's in the. Oh my God! 62 sacks. Oh my well, God! How many sacks? <laughs> oh my God! Did they have five? Did five, the offense five ever have night. the ball? Did our offense ever have the ball? <laughs> we, give me, we gave it to them, but then what they do? Give it right back. We know they were amazing offense at that time. So sacks. Where are they at? Just give me a second here. Oh, here it's down here. So they had uh, 32 going into the game. So 37 right so now. So 37 sacks with two games to go. And so, but in 16 games in 1985, 48 takeaways, 33 interceptions, and 15 fumble recoveries. And right now, this team in 15 games is at 33 takeaways, 25 interceptions, right, and, and eight, eight fumble recoveries. And in 1981, the magical Talk to year, me. that's what I want to know. Yeah, uh, they had 53 takeaways, 37 picks, and 16 fumble recoveries. You know, um, 53. And I went back and looked up the uh, going through last week. Now it's, it's still the same this week with the 33 takeaways. I believe that's the most for a Cowboys team since 1986. And so. And it just lets you know how. They uh, had. They or, had or through, maybe it was 31 through 14 games there was, was one, the most they had. There was one they threw out, and it said the most since 87. Okay. And I'm going, now. That's got to have an asterisk in there because right the eighty seven didn't count. Three, I didn't count the eighty seven because of the three yeah. of the games were yeah. not games. Yeah, I didn't count eighty seven. So. so then you it begs the question, you know, why are we bringing this up now? This should have been brought up long ago. Well, that's because it was so far out there they couldn't get twenty takeaways in a season. That's crazy. I mean, look at I bet 2019, 2018, when they had good teams. They, I bet they didn't have double-digit interceptions. Well, here, here's my point. Here's my point. When you have a group, a defensive group that's doing that, it's something that should be talked about and it's something that, should be, that you should try and copy every year. Don't go away from it. Don't act like it didn't happen because you got to pay people in contract negotiations and remember their stats. These are things that need to be remembered as an organization. We talk about Ray Lewis with Baltimore. We talk about the fearsome foursome with, with these guys. We got doomsday defense in the 70s. I mean, come on. You, can, you tell me you couldn't give these guys love? All these, these numbers right here that are now coming back, why, why are they so amazing? Because no one knew. <laughs> well, no one knew. No one cared. Here's why: from 2015 through 2020, so the last previous six years, they never had more than 10 picks. 10 last year, 
the team. The team. I have te- I have teased <laughs> for team. a few years that I got more he's picks got than more, the entire team. He's got more <laughs> picks right now than the entire team had. 2015, eight. Then nine, then ten, then nine, <laughs> then seven, then ten. I've been, I've been, I've been dogging it myself. I've been saying it myself. I said, dude, they can't even catch me in my strike year sometimes. I mean, come on, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. But well, I, I just, I think I just, this is just my time to just say, where y'all been when giving Dennis Thurman love. You know, giving Michael Downs love, Everson Walls love. So you how know. how about that? The strike year, yeah. Two, the team had fifteen <laughs> picks in nine games. Right, it's crazy. All right, we can't, we need to take a break. Uh, we could go on and on talking about that, but there's much more to talk about in a fifty-six to fourteen win yeah. over Washington when we come back on mix shots. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, to mixed shots. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details to join today. Okay, the Cowboys, in the span of 15 days, outscored the Washington football team in the first quarter alone, 39 to nothing. Very good one. Eight, they were up 18 to nothing two weeks ago mm-hmm. and 21 to nothing after one quarter this week. What about at halftime? It was twenty-four to nothing and forty-two to seven, so that's sixty-six to seven. <laughs> Most points they've scored in the first half, forty-two, ever, ever, ever since my daddy said this is what you call a football. <laughs> 
make daddy sound and, like a curse word. And I and I know <laughs> that too. was Jimmy. I know. Okay. I remember. Right. Yes, trust me. <laughs> I can see him now. <laughs> and I know two of the touchdowns came off a defensive return uh-huh. and a um, special teams uh, return, or actually just <laughs> yeah, I guess in the end recovery because yeah. he was already in the end zone. Um, but uh, the 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 first team offense hardly played the fourth quarter, if at all. Cooper Rush came in with Dak was not out there something. the fourth quarter. No. He, yeah, Dak did not play the fourth quarter because I thought, well, he's, there's not going to be a fourth quarter uh, turnover this. I week. think he only had eight yards <laughs> passing in the in the fourth quarter. That was it. And Cooper and the receivers didn't have any catches in the fourth quarter because they had everybody else in there, including Malik Turner. Malik so Turner. Went on a cross-country Yes. Trip. So are you saying it takes a 49-point lead before we'll run the ball in the fourth yeah. quarter close out a game? No, keep We've got to make sure, it. man. You know, some crazy things have happened When you're year. throwing it like that, just keep throwing the ball. You know, someone did uh, remark, I was watching the game at CBS 11, a good friend uh, who's on the production team, there, Nate Tarpley, we were watching the game together, and when the Cowboys got the football back with less than two minutes to go in the first half at their own eight-yard and 11-yard yes. line, whatever it was, he said, so do you do you take a knee now? I and know, I right? said, I said, no, no, you go. Uh, now, if it was a normal game, then I would have said, yes, yes, you but know, this was but good it practice. was like, but yeah, it was like, and that's exactly what I thought was they aren't able to practice much and they're playing against that's right. air. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Basically. Yeah. And plus to me, I kind of thought it was one of those uh, things for McCarthy, like a little, little payback, like everybody just shut up. I know how to handle time management on this team if I choose to do so. And he chose to do so this time, went down. Score the well, touchdown. I, I just it think was it was like a, little, it was a great it was great practice for you know a, a future situation where mm-hmm. you might have to go 89 yards in the final two minutes of the first half. And to, it was a hell of a throw and a hell of a it catch. Really was. Uh-huh. A little tap dance in the end zone. And let's be real. Uh, that, this is the way it looks when your offensive line gives you protection. Right. That's what it looks like. You 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 control the pace. The tempo is all in your favor. Your quarterback's not back there dancing around. And I like the fact that he didn't hesitate as much when it came to taking off out of the yeah. out of the pocket. You know that really can put a little a, a more pressure on the defense. If they know you're not going to run, then they're going to stay back and play pass, and they're going to be in your passing lanes, which they have been. So now you look at him. He's taken off just four or five yards, of, and you slide. You know, now you're looking at second and six. Or you take off the way he did on the pass to, was it Gallup on the sideline? It looked like he was going to run. On the run, he throws throws a dime to him. And and that look, he looked much more comfortable in his passing motion, whether it was in the pocket, surrounded, or whether it was outside the pocket. There were no errant throws like we were accustomed to these last few games. Yeah. Yeah, he was – some of the throws, I couldn't believe that he fit him in there. Oh, and, and, and how about the ca- the catches C.D. Lamb made, by the way? And the, the punishment he was taking. Yeah. I thought he got targeted on the sidelines. I don't know. I guess they can do that while you're running, running the ball outside. But I thought that second defender came straight at his head. And he was pretty much already out of bounds. There were several uh, catches that in this game where the receiver took a pretty good beat. Like shoulder yeah. hits. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I thought that was a good call. I mean, the guy tried to go in with his shoulder on Schultz, but clearly his head made contact. 
And so, yeah, it was a good hit, but you still got to keep your head out of the way. I don't, I don't think that was controversial at all. Which, by the way, I went through great lengths to look this up because the Terrence Steele touchdown <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> was supposed to be the first by an offensive lineman since 1968 when uh, Rayfield Wright caught a pass for a touchdown. So I went back and looked it up, and one story I read it was tight end, Rayfield ah, Wright. Yeah. And then the other story I read, it was backup offensive tackle. He was playing uh, behind Ralph Neely. And he didn't play hardly any games that year at tackle. But they, would, they called him the blocking tight end in short yardage situation. Mm-hmm. And one of the stories had... You know how they used to do those sequence pictures back in the day in the newspaper? Like, boom, boom, boom. And there was Rayfield Wright wearing number 85. Wow. Uh, Change the number. What year was this? uh, 68. And that was the year that he caught the touchdown. Right. And it was October 13, 1968 against Eagles. Put him up. 14 to nothing. It was a 15-yard pass. He caught it at the 5. A 15-yard And he was wide-ass <laughs> open. And and they surprised him, right? And he gets in the end zone. And he said, yeah. He goes, you know, I came off the line of scrimmage, act like I was going to block. And after that, nobody got in my way. <laughs> so the key on that, he was wearing number 85. That's yeah. the key. So that means he was a he tight was end. He was a tight end, tight end mm-hmm. officially. Right. Because yeah. yep. he started as a defensive end. Then they mm-hmm. moved him to tight end. And then it was, okay, you you're going to be the blocking tight end. And then I believe it was 69 when they in training camp when Tom called him in and said, hey, we're moving you to Could tackle. Could you imagine? I mean, come on. Hall of Fame career. Yeah. Starting off as a tight end. Well, uh, defensive Def- end. Defensive end. Yeah. That's crazy. Tight end. And, and he could have, because he got drafted by the Cincinnati Royals, played in the NBA. It's amazing, right? Yeah, with the Oscar Cowboys Robertson. always could find talent, multi-talented athletes. And uh, so, and when he, uh, so that was 19, you think in 1969 is when he was playing tackle? Yeah, I believe so. And uh, I think it was, it may have been the preseason game. Uh, that was the, the, when when Deacon Jones. Deacon Jones uh, Boy, do you, Mama, know where you are? <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest story ever because he, he mimics his voice, Deacon Jones's deep voice so well. He was talking to Rayfield. Yeah, I never knew he was talking to Rayfield. He came yeah. in with his head slap. Right, yes, and, uh-huh. and basically knocked him silly, right? And, and and Rayfield said, "I forgot what I was supposed to do." Right, and so during the season, after he got used to playing tackle, uh, he went out there and they had to play the Rams again. I, I don't know if it was a playoff game or it was a regular season game, and uh, he lined up and 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 blocked Deacon. And he said, "My mama knows where." Ah, I, uh, there you go. Yeah, I bet he got his behind. Too. They did. They did yes. play each other later in the season. Later in, in, in 1969. Yeah. All right, we've got more mix shots straight ahead. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. 
Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Your favorite WWE superstars return to AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania on Saturday, April 2nd and Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. Get your tickets to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania stupendous. in history. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. And by the way... The Cowboy fans must have been starved for a home game because that place was rocking. And you know what? I figured third quarter, people get up and leave. They were still waving towels into the fourth quarter before I saw some empty seats. Uh, and even the players and the, and Mike McCarthy noticed. He said the environment was like we were in a playoff. And you know what? You, you sort of are when you're trying to get that number one seed. And um, so, yeah, the place was absolutely rocking uh, all night long. And it was some pretty good entertainment, too, by the way. You know, I thought the, the, the first drive, we were kind of, everyone was there kind of quiet, though. After the kickoff, you know, we're wondering, okay, how is this offense going to come out? How are they going to look? So it was very tentative. And then know, it was, was like, oh, no. Yeah. And, and then those idiots threw the interception. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's your fault, man. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of the cornerbacks, I, I think the Cowboys need to give a shout-out to Anthony Brown, who, without Jordan Lewis there, moves into the slot. Uh, now, there's sometimes the way teams line up, he's kind of in the slot with a bunch receiver set, but he played the slot, and that is the best I've seen Kelvin Joseph play cornerback since he got here. Yeah. And I'm talking, I don't care if it was minicamp, OTAs, uh preseason he practice. He never out of position. He, he, he always had he, a way to make he, a play he, he on the ball. He made plays on the ball. And I thought, okay, that's encouraging going forward mm-hmm. that they can have another corner like that. Uh, and, you know, and I know Washington didn't have all their guys, didn't have all their coaches. I think they had five assistants missing, uh, like five or six starters missing. But don't diminish 
what they accomplished because they did what they should have done That's against right. a team that was crippled. They just pounded them. It wasn't t- 21 to 10 or anything like that. It was 56 to 14. Beat them so like I've already be. heard people, well, they can't beat a team that has good players and dot of this and dot of that. And I'll guarantee you when t- Taylor – Heineke went in the locker room after that game. I bet he wishes he was still on the cold. Again, I thought they were going to hurt him again. I did too. I did too, Spags. I'm like, this guy does not want to see it. And he did not want to see Demarcus Lawrence on that sideline, did he? No. I'd rather be Teddy Bridgewater and just not do nothing. I mean, he slid in there. and Oh, Donovan Wilson. This guy was hungry yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's just let's just be real. Give him a little bit of credit. Great plays happen because of some other things that the player that made the play didn't have to do. Right. And when he escorted him down that sideline, I think just that one little brush against the uh, offensive lineman that was tracking him down, that allowed uh, DeMarcus to go in without getting pushed out of bounds. Because he came in and he, he kind of, you know, Broke through the, all the all the traffic, and he he he, he put a small block on. Um, I forget the line was. No, number. he got a block, and Randy Gregory I think got the last one too. Did by he? the way, okay. he, he had an escort into the end zone. Yes, he did. The play took ten seconds, and uh, I was looking at that, and I'm going, well, now maybe we have to have number ninety is now eligible because he ran pretty well. He did. He big did. man. That right? was that was. I'm sorry. That was, and I love this when they talk about our team speed. They remind me of the Lakers when they get a fast break. Remember when Magic used to get yeah. the ball? Mm-hmm. The, and when, when Worthy these guys, with a finish. Yeah, when these guys, when they see it, you, you've done something, I mean, it's like, let's go. It's a fast break. And, you know, you remember basketball. We used to love to get it. Well, I don't know about No, those, not us. The brothers over here on the, <laughs> in the Hamilton Park side. <laughs> you know, when, when you get the ball, it's like, whoa, let's go. You know what I mean? We're gone. And you can see Gregory taking off. You can see Wilson was hauling, trying to get inside. And, of course, DeMarcus with the ball. You see the reaction of everyone on the team. It's all at once. They anticipate plays being made, and they're ready to go to the house. Sort of like the block punt, too. You know, Golston after Corey Clement. And, and they didn't have a block on. Uh, no, they, they said they had the return on. Wow. Because they Just thought. one guy. They wow. They thought because where they were punting that C.D. Lamb was going to get the ball and, and, and he was just the lone guy going. And he gets the perfect block with one hand and then Golston picks it. That was good. Sees it that was on a bounce, picks it up. And, yeah, the first time ever. Offensive touchdown, defensive touchdown, and a so calling this guy Showtime special team mm-hmm. touchdown. Call him Showtime, yeah, oh, man. You know, it's it's really something when you see. It's like this team has fresh legs, and they have so many players that have come back here this yes. month with fresh legs, and it's really a testament to the way this roster was put together from the outset, where. You're in anticipation that you're going to play more players this year. And, I mean, we didn't know going into the season that we'd have another COVID outbreak like we've had here this month. But you had to be prepared for it. And that's what they were were prepared. Also, uh, for a 17-game season, one more game, it's such a long season that even if if you weren't in a pandemic, you know, you have to build your roster with the idea that you've got to be, including a practice squad, 
three or four deep at different positions, and and especially I'm talking about the defense is having players who are versatile enough to play different positions. And we learned so much from last year. That's what I, that's one thing you can give McCarthy credit for, or just the, the entire organization. We learned that you know all the the tragedies that we had, the, the missed players, and you know not even hardly fill a roster backups here and there, we were like, no, this is not going to happen again. So check this out. Parsons out of um, defensive plays, there was like 60-some defensive plays. He only had to play 33. Demarcus Lawrence only had to play 25 plays. Gallimore, 24. And Gregory, 26. So these guys basically played a half a game. J. Ron, how did he? Uh, Curse uh, ended up with 80%, 48 plays. Anthony Brown, 48. KZ, 50. And Wilson. Kelvin Joseph with tops with 57 snaps. <laughs> All right. He did, so, pretty, he did yeah. pretty well but yesterday. But again, fresh legs. Yeah, he did pretty right? well yesterday. Yeah. And it's not just the fresh legs. It's the hunger that goes with it. Because mm-hmm. they, they've been sitting there waiting. But, you know, they're sitting there tapping their feet. Like, man, I got to go. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. You know? And that's what you like. You ready? You, they, they are not just fresh. They're hungry. And now sitting here with a game against Arizona and then Philadelphia. And I still say I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers stub their toe and, their, and the door I'd be is very open. surprised Minna, if Minnesota. they did. Well, Minnesota. if they're going to lose, Minnesota's it's Sunday be, night. but Minnesota's coming to town, right? I yes. They're not going to there. Yep. I, I doubt if they would sweep the Packers. That'd be a tough they are But what you'd be looking at, and it's too difficult to figure it all out, but I think if you beat there, if you win out, and you get the two seed, okay. You need some. You need the Rams to to keep winning. Stay there. Stay there, tied with Dallas and Tampa Bay. Right. That gives you the two seed over over Tampa Bay, head to head with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be turning around two weeks after beating Arizona and playing Arizona again, right? Or Arizona takes over, the, and the Rams end up the the special. You know, either way, they've got the NFC record if they win out. Because they're nine and one right now, uh, the Cowboys. The Cowboys, yeah. and they're only so they're they're the only the only way is if they're in a two way tie right. with Tampa, Tampa Bay that That's they it. would right. drop to that three. Is. And three if they end up tying the Packers, and they went out to tie them, mm-hmm. uh, they have a one game lead in the NFC record on the Packers. Right, too. exactly. So, I want to go to Green Bay. Did y'all not hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Wisconsin, man. I might go. Sure. No, that's a lie. I'm no, not we'll all go. I'm not, not going in January. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys in the summer. I heard it's really nice there. <laughs> Actually, the winter in uh, in Appleton's pretty nice. That's I, did a, I did a summer. Did in, you ever play? I played once in Green Bay. In Green Bay, not in Milwaukee. Bay. No, it was Green Bay. Because you played it was Milwaukee 80, a couple years. Okay. 89, I think, for sure. Because wasn't that the year they played the Packers twice? It was a weird scheduling teams, the teams with the the, the worst record. Uh, we we, had to we, play. we played in, I think we played there in, in 89. It was 89. 80, 80, 89. 89. Yeah, and it was horrible. 
Yeah. All right, we're getting out of here a couple of minutes early. Okay. Because we got a Look special that, treat. Take care of business. A special treat. And we're not going to give it away right now that uh, hopefully will come off here and we'll be able to replay it here on Mix Shots. Cool. Sounds good. Okay. And you'll be able to see it on CBS 11 tonight. Go okay. Cowboys. Go. All right. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!